Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Dan Lobby. Welcome to our Monday edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. A little bit different for you today, coming off the Thursday night game. You're going to get to hear Mary Kay Cabot's interview with Miles Garrett. If you read the stories that she wrote uh, on Cleveland.com, it was a really good interview with Miles. And today you're going to get to hear the audio uh, from those interviews that turned into those stories. Now, just so you know, the, the interview was on Zoom for a little bit, but then the connection got lost. So she had to switch over to phone, speakerphone. So the audio is a little... You know, it, it's not great, but you can hear everything that's said. It's a, it's a really good interview. So if you're sitting there listening to the audio, like, huh, this is a little funky. Just understand that uh, the Zoom call didn't quite work as expected. And they had to switch over uh, to speakerphone and, and then a little handheld recorder. But uh, it's still a really great interview you'll want to check out. Let me tell you about Football Insider before we get to it, of course. Uh, Football Insider, $3.99 a month. It's our tech subscription service. We do lots of fun stuff for our Football Insider subscribers, including a post-game show. Uh, every single Sunday after the game, where you get to jump in the Zoom, ask all of us questions, get involved, uh, say what you want about the game, all of that. And that turns into our Monday podcast. So you get to be a part uh, of our podcast as well. We do picks with Football Insider subscribers. They get to jump on our pod. And, of course, you get texts from me, Mary Kay, Ellis, Scott Patsko, throughout the day with news, analysis, uh, anything you want. This is a great time to try it out. The season's just underway. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. Get a 14-day free trial, and that's $3.99 a month after that. 216-208-3965. That's the number to text to start the 14-day free trial. It's that easy. And look, if you don't like it, you can cancel with one text too, but I really don't think you're going to want to. People really seem to enjoy uh, being a part of Football Insider. Again, to start your 14-day free trial, text 216-208-3965. Okay, we're going to get an early break in. And then after the break, Mary Kay's interview with Miles Garrett. First of all, Miles, uh, just wanted to talk to you about uh, the Tackle Thirst campaign. How important this is to you? How excited are you to do this? Well, it means a lot to me because it's something I've always wanted to do. And uh, I mean, just getting a little inspiration from. My mother to do something like this because she was, you know, she we've been talking about doing this for a long time, and now having the reins from from Water Boys and from Chris Long to to get this moving, I just can't wait to to get more people and more organizations on board. Oh, so this was uh, partially your mom's uh, idea to to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, and then, and, and how how um, how much will it add 
to what you do on the field to know that, that every sack uh, is going for the greater good? Well, I mean, it should feel like that every time. I should feel like, you know, what I'm doing is not for myself, but for the, the betterment of others. And that, you know, the, the better I do, the bigger my platform gets. And that just allows my voice to get bigger and speak out on things and to put myself in position to, to improve the livelihoods of people around me. And, you know, speaking of that, I mean, I really want to uh, dive into that whole, you know, your platform, your life. Everything has just changed so much for you uh, in the last year. Um, and, and just in terms of, um, I mean, let's start with, with your trip to Tanzania. Uh, how life-changing was that for you? I'm sure that had to put so many things in perspective just about the rest of your life. I mean, it, it is for anybody who, who goes there, not just me. So, I mean, just, just being there, being in the villages, being at the schools, just being out on the open during those drives, those long walks where there, there are no rules, you, you know, you're just finding a pathway that someone's made with, with bikes or walk down you know, multiple times, and that's what you're using to, to drive on, to walk on. Knowing that there, there are predators all around you, there's, you know, there's, there's famine, there's disease, and people are just making, a, making the best they can out of it. And they're happy, they're hopeful, they're excited, they're just to to spend the, the day with you, you know, have dinner with you, you know, just share a drink with you and just talk and, and just associate with you. And it's, it's amazing to just think how, how little they have, but how hopeful they are and how, how joyful they are with, with what they have. And I, I you know it's part of our mission. You know, it's definitely my mission to, to improve upon what they have and to make their, their life, their quality of life match the, the joy they have in it. I mean, there's one thing, right, to, to want to, to help people in need like that. It's another thing, I'm guessing, to walk amongst them and, and to actually see it and to live it and to feel it, right? Absolutely. And I only got it for a little over a week, but, I mean, it was, it was rough. It was different. I haven't, I haven't done something like that almost ever, I guess, other than in Haiti when we did it. Trip in college, and still it was it was even it was it was worse than that. I mean, you had very very little necessities while you were out there. You know, you were living amongst them. You know, what you had was you know no AC. I mean, well, we have we had lights, but we were living we were staying in like a, a concrete building once once we were out there with them. Had a bed and they had covers, and that was it. You know, but they're living in and and tents and you know, whatever they can hold up together with you know, the, the clothing that they have or the, the sheets that they have as well as you know, sticks and stones. And so you know, even going out there and, and living a Muslim, we were still living more luxuriously than them with the bare necessities that we have. So it's, it's still humbling that you know, something that we you know, take for granted over here, I mean, They've never even seen something like that over there. Yeah. And I, I feel like they should be given the same opportunity and same, same luxuries. At least, you know, we'll do our best to, to give them access to that. Yeah, and, and it just seems like uh, when, I, when I look at the events of your life over the past, you know, seven, eight, month, nine months or so, uh, it just seems like 
so many big, huge things have, have happened in your life uh, that had have had to be uh, just monumental life changes for you. I mean, you went to Tanzania at a time when you were, I'm sure, uh, you know, it was such a an emotional time for you with what happened last season with, with your incident with Mason. Uh, do you think that Tanzania uh, in, in some ways um, was a therapeutic thing for you after that? I wouldn't call it therapeutic. Uh, I mean, after it was done, it was, it was pretty much done for me. And it was kind of just getting back to basics, getting back to you know, being who I am at, at the core. Without football, you know, it was a it was a long look without football. You know, whether it was going to come back to me or not, you know, what what was I going to do? What was I going to be? Who who am I at the end of the day? Was I still going to be giving? You know, without football, was I, you know, without that that kind of income coming in, was I still going to take those trips to see people? Was I still going to give back to charities? Was I still going to uh, you know give give clothing and shoes to to schools around me? You know, to to coaches that have impacted me. I mean, all these things were on you know, my mind, you know, you know was, and that, am I truly that when you know, the, all the chips are down or am I going to, to go away from who I am and, and fold because of, of one incident? And I know that in, in my heart and you know, the people who have, who have raised me, you know, that's, that's never who I've been. I've never been one to call up in a ball and to shy away from, you know, the problems or things that happen to him. So I had the opportunity to throw my money where my mouth is and show that you know, I'm my life and you know, what I've been through is bigger than the, the game of football and I plan to keep on keep on showing that and keep on living that way. Because I've, I've been raised raised with uh, too many values, too many too many great you know, role models and 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 peers who have who have showed me the way to a you no, know, just lost lost my way. You no, know, just with a one incident, and, and it won't define me. And and um, and do you feel like are you a person that believes that things do happen for a reason? Because I'm just wondering. Uh, it, it does seem like your profile, uh, you know, was raised by that, but raised in a way that has led you to be able to do even more good in the world and in your community. Do you see it that way? I believe everything happens for a reason. Uh, you, know, you know, when I look at it, I see things that have fallen for me after that that have, have helped me, that have helped me see things that I couldn't see clearly then, that have you know, gotten people in into my life and out of my life that I, that I didn't need there. Whether it was because of that or just you know, a domino effect uh, starting with that incident. So... I believe they happened you know, for a reason. <laughs> was the best cause? You know, could it, could things have still worked out differently? You know, if that didn't happen, probably or, or maybe. You no, know, we'll never know. But now it's just you no know, seeing seeing those uh, those lessons and taking them in stride. You no, know, what what can I get out of this? And how can I make myself a better person? And you know, how am I going to make people better around me that just chose to stay, who chose to to help me? improve upon myself uh, what can I, what can I do for them and how can how can we get better from here 
One of the things that I've noticed about you, and I and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, but in just observing you from afar, it looks to me uh, like you are almost like a little bit more engaged with some of your teammates. Like I see you and Baker kind of, you seem closer than you did, uh, you know, even last season. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of wondering, did, did you and Baker, uh, you know, maybe have to clear the air a little bit after after that incident? And are you guys closer now? Uh, no, we have to clear the air. You know, man had an opinion, and I can't fault him for that. You know, especially in this day and age, everybody's going to have their opinion. Mm-hmm. I have to respect him for it. He's my teammate. And, uh, you know, he's going to have my back regardless. You know, he, he saw what he saw and he said what he said, but, you know, he, he's always going to have my back and he's always going to, he's always going to put his best foot forward for me and for the team. And so, I mean, he, he wanted me back and he, he said that, you know, he's, he's, he's proud to have me on, on this team and I'm proud to have him as, as my quarterback on, on this team. So. Now I've just been trying to be close to all the guys. You know, so close. It was not so long ago that you know I didn't know if, if I was going to be playing football again. You know, it was it was indefinite. So knowing that, you know, guys, you know, they come and go so easily. You know, you know practice squad cuts, trades, and and even with myself, you know, there's there's no certainty on you know who's going to be here, you know, tomorrow, the next game next season so don't try to hold on to those relationships don't cherish those memories i want to look back and have those have those friends have those teammates i still talk to i still text so did you really feel like when when you were out during that suspension you really uh pondered whether or not you were ever going to play football again i I did no whether it was their decision or or my decision uh, it was whether this was going to continue and how, how challenging emotionally was that to have to, to think about something like that? Uh, I'd, have been, I'd have been okay. And I love football. I love competing. I love my teammates. And I definitely want to win. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still a, a guy. I'm still just a, a young man who has a lot of life to, to live. And my life is much more than football. Not, I would just moved on to something else that I enjoy and, and found a, another way to, to to save my my competitive nature. You know, whether it been you know, trying out for a basketball team or you know, going to play baseball, like like Joe and I, I found you know, something else that I, I, I love to do. You know, whether whether I was you know, riding poetry, I'd, I'd have done something else, and you know. And is it is that kind of a good thing to know? I mean, everybody always thinks that you know they'll be okay walking away, but now you know for a fact that you would be. Do you think that's kind of a, a, a good thing to come back to the game with? I think it is, just because you know that you know, no matter what happens, you know, you're with the result. You, know, you you won't be holding on to regrets. You know, you won't be you know, thinking. Know what if? I mean, what what happens happened, and then the day you just have to to move forward. I was given a second chance. I have to make the best of it. You never know what will happen.
I know something like that won't happen again, but uh, life is life's crazy that way. Fame is fleeting. Athletic ability is fleeting. You have to, to make the most of it while it's here. And I, in one of the interviews that you did during this offseason, I, I heard you say that, you know, that you really felt like you let the team down. Um, so is that that's that was how you felt at that time? And, and do you still feel that way? Or do you have a, a different view on that now? Well, I did let them down. As a, as a leader and a teammate, you know, I allowed the situation to, to escalate uh, more than it should have. And you know, there, were, there were ways that it could have been handled, should have been handled, and it, and it wasn't. So uh, I let, let everybody in the, the organization down, down because you know, they, they know I'm better than that, and I didn't prove it. And so when those, those uh, situations happen again or something similar, you know, just, a, just a escalate situation like that, just have to prove that I'm, I'm bigger than that. And does that give you even, uh, you know, more of a hunger to – you know, to take this team to where you want to help take this team coming back? Absolutely. Knowing that, you know, where I was when I, when I left out where the team was and what we could have done, at least with the impact that I had and, you know, that I, I left them from the team. It was, it was hard to watch knowing that uh, I could have been out there making plays, you know, being a, a leader on and off the field, and uh, just have to to come back and not only pick up where I left off, but or even get on a, a be- better pace with my teammates and, and this team and how I was playing defensively. I know, I know I can play better, and I, I know I can do better, and I know it doesn't just start with uh, sacks and TFLs. Impact on the field. It's, Aggressiveness, it's leadership, it's being, it's being vocal, it's empowering my guys to do better and, and being what they're supposed to be with their alignments and assignments. And and did, so you feel like there will be more of that coming from you going forward than, than there was before? Yes, I do. And why do you think that you, you didn't do as much of that before? No, I was focused on playing the game. Responsibility, and I have to have to recognize that, and I have to have to manage it. And, and that's why I mean, it seems like you, like you said, you and Baker, you know, you and Baker have both sort of made a pact that on either side of the ball, you know, you're going to handle your side, he's going to handle his side, and you guys are going to do some amazing things. Is that sort of part of the genesis of that? Yeah, I mean, we're both weren't proud of how the season ended for for each other, and now it's just bouncing back in the ways we know we can. Okay. And, and you know, you got this big, huge contract. Did the money change you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. It almost seems like you looked at this contract as a way to help even more people with with some of your money i mean it it almost seems like it made it made you want to give away more uh, and i know it's easier to do when you have more uh but it's it almost seems like you sort of feel blessed with this 
bounty and you are really grateful to be able to give it to, uh, you know, McAtee and some of the people that you have shared your money with. Can you sort of address that a little bit? You kind of hit the, the nail on the head. And I've been blessed with so much. Just like Uncle Ben said, we're very powerful and very responsibility. And that kind of falls into the, the same branch. I, I wouldn't want to receive all this and have all this and, and you know, to keep it to myself. You know, there are people who deserve a, a second chance, who deserve an opportunity to have their voice heard, opportunity to, to do something great for the world. And, and you know, there's things that's holding them back physically or emotionally and monetarily, and I want to be, be there for them to be able to, to help them. And you always were a compassionate person. You, you know, well before your incident, obviously, you were somebody that uh, wanted to give back and wanted to help people and had a, a, a heart for the world. Um, but I don't know, in some ways, it almost seems like that's even been amplified, if, if that's possible. Am I reading that right? Just spend doing what I can. No. <laughs> I, I guess I just had a little bit more time this off season to give back. But now with the time that I have, I'm going to do the best that I can. Not only for myself, not only physically, you know, and for my career. It's just you know, giving back the, with the, the opportunities that I have. And, um, do, I mean, is this is it possible that this is your last contract? So, are you asking if I will retire after this is over? Yeah. Yep. I'll cross that bridge when I, when I come to it. It's only the first year of Yeah, I just remember that, you know, early on when you originally had said that you, you know, could see yourself perhaps playing 10 years. Um, so, this would almost kind of get you there. I was just wondering now that you're sort of, you know, whatever, a third or almost halfway into it, how, how you how you view that now. But I guess you're just taking it one year at a time, right? I am. Uh, whatever how my body feels or wherever I'm at in my, in my life, with my, my friends and my family, I'm you know, just taking this drive. And then whatever happens, happens one point you said that you would be willing to reach out to Mason and have a, a conversation with him about the incident. Have you, has that happened yet? That's not, not if it were to happen. Not if it were to happen. No, I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Not just fine, but uh, I wouldn't mind it. I'd be happy to, to make it happen. You know, if, it were, if there were a way, I'm not sure how, how I'd go about that. I don't know if he'd even want to do that, but I wouldn't have a problem sitting down with him and not just and just not talking about this and just talking to you know, man to man, you know, how we can move forward and just just being better and uh, just being better men and football player and not letting something like that happen again. No, yeah. Whether whether we can do that, I'm not sure, but I. I'd be willing to extend the olive branch and make that happen. And I mean, it almost seems like you really want that to happen. Like you don't, you're, you know, it seems like it's something uh, that's important, really important to you. I just don't want any 
as hell. I don't have any grudge against him. I don't have any ill intent against him. It's not like I, I you know, have anything against him if I saw him in public or if I saw him in a game where we're suited up. I just, I just play him like I, I play anybody else. And if I saw him in public, I, I just bump and, and walk away, just like if I saw anybody else on the street that I, I didn't know personally. You know, but I, you guys would be able to cross the hurdle though of um you know you say that he you know used the n-word and he vehemently uh says that he didn't uh do you think you guys could you know get face to face shake hands and come to some kind of peace over that situation when when that elephant is there in the in the middle where someone, I mean, people agree to disagree. Well, this is what I heard. This is what you said you said. And well, that's, that's what it is. Well, if, you, if you say you didn't say that, that's okay. But that's that's what I heard. Yeah. It, no, it is what it is at the end of the day. No, we're, we're men, and it shouldn't shouldn't be one, one situation that, you know, keeps you from no, we're respecting each other because you, know, you can't you can't look past that. Uh, yeah. If he, if he if he wants to hold on to it, I'm I'm not gonna have any any problems with him. If he if he has uh, still has a problem with me, I'm just gonna keep on playing the game. If he wants to do my thing, because you know, I have a a team and a and a defense that I still need to lead and and I still need to perform for. So, you know, whatever. We decide to do or make of this. It's what it is. Yeah, and just another question about that is: is knowing that this sort of is important to you, and you feel that it would be good, you know, for for everybody involved. Um, why why haven't you reached out yet? And doing other things. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's been a lot going on in this in the world, right? There's been a lot going on in the world, so I've been trying to really keep my focus on that. And I don't want to you know, be focused on on one thing, and I'm trying to you know, communicate with him. I, I do it the wrong way, and then something is is sparked all of a sudden, um, and that that would be my intention. Right. 
do you do you worry I mean you you know deep in your soul and your heart who you are you know that you're you know you know how you were raised and you know the person that you are does it does it hurt you to this day to think that some people might think of you other than what you really know that you are because of that incident I know who I am. Yeah. And that's, that's what matters. You know, my family and my friends know who I am. And as long as they they know that and you know, they they don't see me any differently at the end of the day, then I don't, I don't have any words. You can know yourself and know, know, know that one thing can't change you or can't shake you, then you just have to keep on, keep on pushing. And the, the the strength of character that you have, and again, the the way that you were raised, and the, all those good things that your parents and the, that your family put in you. I mean, I, I could have seen this incident, you know, kind of crumbling a, a person that just didn't have that really super strong foundation and that that you know that strong inner core. But it seems to me that when you go out on the football field, uh, you're you're going to you're not going to let this rattle you. This isn't going to be inside your head. This isn't going, going, it's not going to linger. I mean, you, you just doesn't seem like uh, it, it's going to take away from your game or anything like that. No, I wouldn't do anything like that. Even when, even when you have to go into Pittsburgh, you think that you'd, you know, you'd be fine with just going out and being you? because they won't have many fans this year or any considering what's going on in the world. But years down down the line, no, I don't, it won't bother me. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, and then um, just in terms of social justice, I, I know this has really been hitting you very hard, um, and I know that you're using your platform for, for a lot of good. Um, it... Is it kind of hard to just like all of a sudden get your mind on football when there's so much going on in the world? And I know that you are somebody that that hurts so deeply for these families and for these people and just everybody. Uh, has it been hard to kind of get focused and you know put put the blinders on and just get involved in practice and all that kind of stuff while, while all this is going on in the world? There were definitely a couple of days where. It was hard to focus. It was hard to, to do what I do. Well, it's it's a luxury and a privilege for me to go up there to to play and practice and not have as many words as other people in the world. At least the same kind of words as other people in the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, it goes to my mind. You know, like during practice, you know, when I'm when I'm not on the field, uh, between drills or at the beginning or end of it. Well, this is a this is a blessing. How can I be a blessing for others? I want to what can I do to to help change the now the narrative of what's going across the, the news screen. Yeah. And do you um are you like the I know that Kevin Stefanski put together this social justice committee. I mean, is there a a leader of it? He seemed to almost imply that you're kind of, that you have a leadership role within the committee. Do, do you, are you the, in charge of it? 
wouldn't say there's any one person in charge. We have a lot of guys who have a lot of different viewpoints, perspectives, and, and opinions. You know, things that have hit them differently. And, uh, well, they, they get to share how they'd like to, to have a, an impact with uh, what we do this season and what the, they want to do individually this season and how we'd like to get each other involved on uh, our, our own and uh, I guess endeavors and how we're, how we're trying to impact our, our separate communities and, and clean community and so it's there's definitely no sole leader because you know, we're, we're all trying to do this together it, it almost seems like as hard as it probably was that somehow some way you guys became closer as a team during this virtual off season And what what do you feel about this season? How do you feel uh, you guys are going to do? And what do you guys feel you're capable of? Capable of winning games. That's all I can ask. All I ask is is one game at a time. Don't worry about anybody else. Before or after. Just worry about this one. No, we have ahead of them. And, and and I know you you still have some of your individual goals. Um, do you feel like the team goals loom so much larger in your, in your mind now, or maybe they always did? Um, so you have sort of some parallel goals. You want to, I'm sure, win a championship and be still be NFL Defensive Player of the Year and all those things. One more thing real quick, and that is, I mean, do you feel, um, do, do you have any more love for the game? Do you have any more gratitude do, to be back knowing that it, it could have be, been taken away from you for good? Love for the game stays the same. It was, it was always love for the game, so it'll, that'll never change. 